yesterday we heard <clears throat> that that krishna he stole the the flat rice the packet of flat rice which was brought by sudama hmm? krishna actually tricked him with his words he was laughing laughing he was laughing he was trying to uh, distract him because he was trying to hide the flat rice packet which he has brought and krishna was trying to distract him <clears throat> and all of a sudden krishna uh, took his from his hands which he was hiding <clears throat> and then krishna when he when he saw he he felt immense pleasure after seeing this flat rice because this was brought with so much love <clears throat> krishna his bhakta vatsala <clears throat> and anything his devotees offer with love <clears throat> for krishna it's a big thing it's really big thing for a devotee he might be thinking that i am offering a very small thing but but krishna takes it as like a big sumeru mountain we offer like a small sesame sesame seed as a uh, as like a sesame seed as a size our offerings are like sesame seeds but how krishna sees that he magnifies it that to that extent that he sees that as if like a sumeru mountain so this is what i am we are giving a comparison to understand our our service and how krishna sees it <clears throat> so when the supreme personality of god is shri krishna the the husband of rukmini the husband of thousands and thousands of goddesses of fortune in krishna saw that palmful of uh, saw that flat rice and he tried to untie it hmm? because it was it was packed in a torn cloth sudama was so poor that he didn't have one good cloth also so it was packed in a torn cloth somehow the packet was in, in a such a way that somehow the rice didn't fell but it was the whole cloth was toned so tears in his eyes krishna untied it <clears throat> and he ate one palmful of rice he just put his hand and he ate it and as soon as krishna ate it he f- he f- felt immense transcendental pleasure no krishna from him the happiness comes out all the happiness which is there in this world is coming from him but that krishna experienced supreme bliss after after eating this one palmful of rice so we can we can imagine uh, with what love and devotion sudama has brought this flat rice it was not a it was not a short journey from his house to towards dwarka 
It wasn't a small. And all the way he kept it preserved. He could have ate it. Because I, we, I really doubt whether he could have got, he, he got enough prasadam, enough food while coming. But he came and he ate it. Uh, he, he could have ate it. But he didn't do that. He just kept it for Krishna. He wanted exclusively that this should be for Krishna. When, when devotees, uh, as we heard yesterday, when devotees offer, offer something to Krishna, Krishna accepts it, eats it, even, the, if, even if it is a flower. He doesn't see what has been offered. Suddenly hmm? devotees, they, they don't offer unwanted things. They will only offer things which will give Krishna pleasure. So they want that, when, when devotees offer something to Krishna, they have, they have something in their heart. What is that? They think that if Krishna eats this, he will get some pleasure. So this is what the devotee thinks. So Krishna, when he understood that oh, my devotee wants me to eat this and I, that he wants that I should enjoy it and Krishna eats it. Patram pushpam phalam toyam. Krishna is saying even it's leaf also, even it's a flower also, I will eat it. Because it has been offered with love by my devotee. When Krishna... Now Krishna was planning to take the second palmful of flat rice and he was about to eat it. And as soon as he was about to eat it, Rukmini became very disturbed. And Rukmini came running and she stopped Krishna. She took, she <coughs> stopped Krishna's hand. And now there are two conversations going on. First conversation was, Rukmini was directly speaking to Krishna. And there a second conversation was, Rukmini was speaking to Krishna with the medium of eyes. Hmm? So we will hear both the conversations. Hmm? <clears throat> so Vishwanath Chakuri Thakur is saying that, Rukmini was saying that in front of Sudama, the some things which were there was spoken in front of Sudama. And when it meant that Rukmini was speaking through the eyes, that was only for Krishna. Huh? And Rukmini didn't want that, that should be heard by Sudama. <coughs> so, <coughs> she, Rukmini said, Oh my dear Lord, if you eat all this treasure, what will we eat? Hmm? We are, I, I have so many co-wives with me. We are 16,108. Plus, we have our servants. Hmm? And so many servants are with, this. can you imagine 16,108 and their servants, which are in thousands, so, even if one flat rice goes to one palace, it is not still not enough. So, my dear Lord, please have some mercy on us and please allow us hmm, to eat it also. Then Krishna said that, <clears throat> uh, that I have, I have to eat one more. Unless I eat one more. Hmm. So, Krishna was saying that, <clears throat> to Rukmini that I have to eat one more palmful of rice. If I don't eat one palmful of one more, that is, then it won't be proper. Because Krishna, because Sudama has come here and he has offered all his, with his full, full capacity, he has offered me his flat rice. Even though he didn't have anything in his house, so his wife begged from outside and he brought something for me. Yeah. And Rukmini, you are not allowing me to eat this? You shouldn't do that. To give him sufficient wealth, I have to eat that. 
Then Rukmini said, Oh my dear Lord, simply your satisfaction itself is sufficient enough to grant this Sudama enough wealth. Srila hmm? <coughs> Prabhupada comments that, <coughs> that when somebody offers food to Krishna hmm, with love and devotion in his house every day, then Rukmini, that Lakshmi ji goes and resides in his house. Because uh, this devotee, he is feeding Krishna every day. So then, then Lakshmi's, so many Lakshmi's are there, they want to make sure that there is no crisis of anything in that house. Because somebody is serving her husband. So she wants to make sure that there is enough Lakshmi hmm, this person should have. So Lakshmi, Lakshmi goes and resides there without anyone's information, without anyone telling her. So this is how Rukmini ji, Rukmini ji was indicating Krishna that don't worry. You just eat one palmful of rice and I will go and reside in Sudama's house. Hmm? And everything will come. All the opulence will come to Sudama. But please don't eat this rice because this will upset your stomach. Hmm? Because these are stale rice. These are not proper for your stomach. This will disturb you. Hmm? And we can't bear this. That if you eat this hard, flat rice, hmm? if you eat this one one rice, one one grain you are eating, this is troubling us. Then Rukmini said, Etavatalam Vishwatmam Sarva Sampat Samradaye Asmin Loke Athav Vamushmin Pumsatva Tosha Karanam. <clears throat> she is saying like, Oh my dear Krishna, you are the soul of the universe. Hmm? And please be satisfied. Please stop here. Now, Vishnu Chakra Thakur is giving an another interpretation to their conversation. <clears throat> he is saying that Rukmini actually spoke to Krishna with their eyes. Now, with the eyes, eyes to eyes conversation was different. Rukmini was saying <clears throat> that if you don't <clears throat> don't give this, uh, if you don't stop eating these things. Hmm. then I will have to do something. Hmm. Because we can't tolerate you eating all these things. Hmm. It is very difficult for us. Can you imagine we offering all this, somebody brings a flat rice, which is old, which is not properly cooked. Can we ever imagine, the pujaris, we, I want to ask you, will they offer this to Krishna? Huh? No, they will immediately say no. Hmm. So the servants here, they are saying no, they will not offer. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> Rukmini is saying that, my dear Lord, you have eat, eat, eaten enough. Hmm? What, whatever was Sudama supposed to get will be sufficient from this one handful of rice. So, please stop it. You know, when a husband is not following the instructions of a wife, then way she becomes angry, the eyes says it all. Hmm? So, the eyes... The way at the way she she was talk she was saying my words Krishna didn't listen. Hmm? Then finally she scared Krishna with her with her eyes. Then hmm? Krishna, please, okay. And the eyes said it all. Most of the time, what happens is that when when husband and wife they are in a public forum and the husband uh, and the wife wants to convey something, especially that the wife knows that if this if my husband eats this stuff. Hmm? He'll fall sick. 
So now she goes and tells him, don't eat it, okay? But husband still tries to hmm, steal something and goes in a secluded place and try to eat it. But then wife find out and then she just stares at him. And that stare is enough hmm, to keep that prashadam down. Hmm? See, it was like that. It, it, I just, I try to help you relate this whole thing. <clears throat> so Rukmini is saying, Brahmastam tu rajanim uchit Ushitvachita mandire bhuktva pitva sukham mene atmanam swargatam yatha. This Rukmini is not saying, sorry, Shukdev Goswami is saying this. He is saying that the Brahmana spent the entire night with Krishna that, that night. And they had fun. Like the, when the two friends they meet after a long, long time, they, had, they, have some trans, they had some transcendental fun. They were discussing about the Gurugul, they are discussing about family life and so many, so many, so many things, you know. Hmm? So, <clears throat> Sudama had some transcendental fun. And Krishna made sure that Sudama is getting sufficiently fed, he is eating very nicely, every, he was fully satisfied. And <clears throat> he felt, Sudama was feeling as if he was in the spiritual world. Actually he was in the spiritual world, he was in Dwarka. Huh? There was nothing to feel, he was in Dwarka. He was in the spiritual world. And the next day, Sudama set off <coughs> for home while, when, while he was so much honored by Krishna. Next day, Sudama said to Krishna, My dear Lord, oh my dear friend, I wish to leave now. Hmm? I have come here, I have got your darshan. Hmm? And I just came for your darshan. I don't want anything else from you. I am very, very thankful to you. Please allow me to go now. Bhakti Siddhan Thakur is saying that Sri Krishna accompanied Sudama on the road for a short distance and then parted the, parted the Brahmana by bowing down, bowing down to him again. Hmm? Again, in front of everyone, in, in front of the general public, while Krishna, Sudama is departing, again Krishna bowed down to him and again spoke some respectful words and then said bye to him. Hmm? And everybody was watching, all the citizens of Dwarka, everybody was watching. <clears throat> Although he had apparently received no wealth from Krishna, Sudama was too shy to beg from it. Hmm? Actually, Sudama's internal reason was that his wife sent him to beg some wealth. Hmm? But Sudama didn't ask for anything. He simply returned home feeling perfectly satisfied to have received Supreme Lord's audience. Hmm? This was his prime motto. So he said, I have got what I wanted. Wealth? Why do I need some wealth? Hmm? Uh, Sudama was thinking, well now he was walking towards his home well, and he was thinking so many things, thoughts were coming towards his mind. Hmm? So Shukdev Goswami is mentioning those here. He's, he was thinking that I have seen how much love Lord Krishna has for the Brahmanas. Huh? I have personally seen, it, seen that. He, is, he worshipped me as, well, like people worship him. He sat down at my feet and he washed my legs. And not only that, he, the goddess of fortune resides in his chest. And with that chest, he embraced a poor brahmana like me. So Sudama was thinking all these things and he was blissful thinking that I have got a hug from the Supreme Lord. So he was so happy. Then he was thinking to himself, Kwaham Daridra Papiyan Kwa Krishna Sriniketana Brahma Bandurati Smaham Bahubyam Parirambhitaha. Who am I? 
am a sinful, am a sinful Brahmana. And who is Krishna? Sri Niketana, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is full in six opulences. And he has embraced me. Now, he was thinking of his good fortune. <clears throat> Sudama was so humble that he considered his poverty to be his own fault. <clears throat> and then, then he was thinking, wow, Sudama treated me exactly like he treats his brother Balram. Huh? And what he put, he, 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 he took so much good care of me that he made me sit on the bed of Rukmini. I was sleeping on Rukmini's bed last night. I was sitting on it. I was speaking to Krishna on Rukmini's bed. And, <clears throat> and then, he, then he was thinking that, you know, Krishna actually is very, very kind to me. That he knew that I, he, he was thinking, now he is thinking what Krishna has thought. He is saying that Krishna has thought that I am such a poor Brahmana. And if he gives me wealth, what will happen? I will become, hmm, my, my mind will be disturbed. And by seeing, when a poor person gets so much wealth, then he, there is a huge possibility that he might, he might uh, give up his, goodness, the way he's been kind and generous people. A poor person, he's very humble and so many good qualities are there in a poor person. And he was thinking that because I might get intoxicated by this wealth, Krishna did not give me this wealth, that is good for me. Krishna knew the best for me. Actually, Krishna knows the best for all of us. But we want to, we pray certain things to Krishna that we, Krishna, please do these things in my life. So Krishna does. But if we allow Krishna to do things in our life, then that is the actual way. Jai vidhi nata hoi hitamora karahu savegi dasmaitora. So we should allow Krishna, oh Krishna, please do what is best for me. So Sudama was singing that Krishna did what is best for me. It is not that the Krishna doesn't fulfill devotee's desire. That is not, it is not, Krishna fulfills devotee's desire. But it is always good that instead of allowing, allowing us to decide our own plan, allow Krishna to decide our, our life. That is the best way. Huh? So our prayer should be, Oh Krishna, Oh Supreme Lord, Oh Supreme Master, oh my dear friend Krishna, please do what is best for me. Hmm? Why? Because I am your servant. So please, do what is best for me. A master knows what is best for the servant. So please do. <clears throat> so thinking thus of himself, finally, Sudama was meditating and contemplating and he was constantly thinking of what, how how, how he spent the time in Dwarka with Krishna. And, and he was remembering all the opulence of Dwarka. And when he entered his village, huh, he saw a huge Huge palace, huge palace. Hmm? And his thought, he said to himself, How did I come again to Dwarka? Huh? Actually, he reached his own village, but seeing the huge opulence and palaces exactly like Dwarka, Sudama thought to himself, Did I come back to Dwarka? I think because thinking of Krishna, Krishna, I just I just lost my way and I think I returned back to Dwarka. Huh? Then he looked very carefully and he said, No, it doesn't look like Dwarka. Huh? 
then where has this all celestial palace equaling the combined brilliance of sun, fire and moon come from? Huh? I can see there were splendorous courtyards and gardens each filled with flock, flocks of cooing birds and, beautif and beautified by ponds in which so many lotuses were grieving. And then Sudama saw that so many hundreds and thousands of maid servants hmm, were waiting for him. And as soon as Krishna, as soon as Sudama went a little ahead, they, all thousands of uh, those, those girls who were there, they were resembling same like the goddesses of fortune. And the people were like the demigods and they came and offered respects to Sudama. Hmm? And then gradually Sudama realized, hmm, this is the mercy of the Lord. Hmm? This is the mercy of my friend Krishna. Hmm? So Sudama, he, in his mind, he first accepted those uh, pranams, those obeisances which these people were paying to Sudama, he accepted that. Hmm? That means he accepted them as, as his servant. So then they were jubilant, they were very happy. <clears throat> and they, they came ahead and welcomed him very nicely. And now, <clears throat> Sudama's wife, she was transformed, transformed completely like a goddess of fortune. Like Sudama saw a goddess of fortune, Rukmini and other, Satyabhama and others, he saw their beauty in the palace of Krishna. So Sudama saw that somebody, huh, he didn't recognize that he, it was his wife. First, he didn't recognize. Hmm? He saw that some goddess of fortune is also there. He thought that it's, and she is offering Sudama pranams. So Sudama also offered pranams because goddess of fortune is offering pranams, so I should offer also pranams. Hmm? So that whenever Vaishnava offers pranams to us, it is always good that we return it back. We also offer pranams to him. <clears throat> so, Sripad Siddhartha Swami is pointing out that Lord Krishna turned Sudama's home into a heavenly abode. Everyone living there now possess beautiful bodies and attire appropriate as the residents of Dwarka. Hmm? Same. <laughs> the night before, hmm? Sudama's wife, she slept. <clears throat> And she had a wasted body with, with, with withered breast and she worn out clothes and the house was broken and the roof and the uh, roof was also not proper. There was no roof actually. Hmm? So, <laughs> when she woke up in the morning, huh? there were thousands and thousands of maid servants waiting for her uh, to wake up. Hmm? And she, when she woke up, she had a very, very beautiful body like goddess of fortune. Hmm. <clears throat> but Sudama's body was still the same. He was still skinny and he, still all the veins were visible. Sudama's body was still like that. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> understanding that the maid servants and everybody was celebrating and she understood that Sudama has come, so she, remembering, thanking Lord Krishna uh, and remembering her husband, she stepped out from her palace to welcome her husband. And so, and when the chaste, when this chaste lady 
when this when this chaste lady sudama's wife saw her husband <coughs> her eyes were filled with tears of love and she bowed down to sudama again and she embraced sudama in her heart this is a vedic custom that even husband wife even though they are husband wife they don't hug each other in public this is the this is a vedic etiquette so sudama sudama's wife hugged him in his in her heart now sudama was still not recognizing her still not recognizing her hmm? <clears throat> there was a certain reason why sudama sudama's body was not transformed into a divine body there was a certain reason hmm? <clears throat> sudama he he asked this maid servant who is she hmm? and they said she is your dear wife really she is my dear wife hmm? So Sudama very closely observed her, huh? And he closely saw her beauty, and he said, "Yes, she is my wife." But how did this thing happen, huh? How did this, how did this transformation take place? Then he understood. This is also by mercy of the Lord, huh? And then, as soon as Sudama recognized his wife. Hmm? His body also got transformed into a divine body, hmm? and this this body was not any anything mundane, but was an body of an associate of the Lord, a spiritual body, not mundane body. Sudama's wife also didn't have a mundane body. Hmm? These associates of the these associates who were serving him were not they they also were not mundane. Hmm? Sudama's body also was transformed into a spiritual body. The body one gets when one enters Vaikuntha planet hmm? or the spiritual world. Sudama got that body. Hmm? <clears throat> Now Sudama entered the palace with his wife and children and everybody. He entered the palace hmm? and he was seeing the palace. He saw that how the homes were having beds which are soft and white like a foam of a milk. He saw the bed sheets were made of ivory and ornamented with gold. He saw how the couches were with golden legs, and how the royal chamara fans, <clears throat> how there were royal chamara fans and golden thrones, soft cushions, and so many other things. Sudama saw, mm. and <clears throat> then Sudama was thinking that the only I am such a poor person, and my life is my prarabdha is like that that I could never get any riches. There is no possibility, but because if I had to get some riches, I could have got long back. But because my prarabdha is like that, that I will never get any riches. So then, who did this? The hmm? Sudama remembered. It is only one person. It's my dear friend Krishna. Hmm? If there is anyone who can change your destiny, who can change your prarabdha, who can destroy your ah huh? inauspiciousness in your life, it's only one. is krishna hmm? no demigods no shiva no brahma no one has a power no durga no ganesha nobody has a power to change your life change the prarabdha uh, nobody has that capacity only krishna can do that hmm? no demigods can do that only krishna can do that 
Krishna is Bhuri Bhoja, the unlimited enjoyer. He did not tell Sudama that he was going to give him such wealth. It was actually, uh, Vishwanathura Thakur is saying that, what was Krishna thinking? Krishna was thinking that this poor Brahmana, huh, he brought me such a great treasure. First thing, he didn't have anything in his house. So he requested his wife to beg. So she begged and she brought me. That means he went out of his capacity. He begged and he brought me this flat rice. And see here, I cannot go out of my capacity and give him things. I cannot go out of my capacity. What Whatever I have to give him, I have to give, what will I give him? So much love he has offered me, I can, I am indebted to him. So, out of this shame, this Krishna was feeling shameful that because I cannot return his love back, Krishna didn't, Krishna didn't give him in his presence. Krishna didn't even tell him that I am going to give you such opulence. Didn't tell him. Krishna was ashamed that he went out of his capacity and, and brought me this thing but I cannot go out of my capacity. That is my, so Krishna was saying like that. Huh? Now Krishna acted like a magnanimous cloud, rain cloud. In, in India, still there is a culture that the, that the, that the farmers, they performed certain kind of a sacrifice for the rain god. So that the rain god bestows rain. So earlier, earlier, it was a tradition, the rains, you, the, the rainfall was only in the night. So it is said that even the demigods were used to be ashamed that the farmers are doing so much for them, but they what they can give in return? Only rain. Because of that, because of that shamefulness, they used to only pour rain when the farmers were sleeping. So Sudama was comparing, hmm? uh, sorry, Vishwanachar Thakur is comparing Krishna's mercy as like as a magnanimous cloud. Hmm? <clears throat> so. <clears throat> <clears throat> the Lord is Lord. The Lord is supremely compassionate reservoir of all transcendent qualities. So am I saying, may life after life, life after life, I am I get a chance to serve Him, to love Him, to be His friend. And life after life, may I always remain in the association of His dear devotees. And there is, this opulence is which Sudama God was not ordinary opulence. It was Mahaprasad of the Lord. Hmm? The opulence which Kardam Muni got, hmm? Kardam Muni, he <coughs> uh, when uh, when Dehoti pleased him by his service and Kardam Muni attained perfection, then Kardam Muni manifested a certain kind of opulence hmm? for for Dehoti's pleasure. But it is said that that opulence also was Mahaprasad of the Lord. Even that opulence was not accessible even to Brahma. The opulence which Kardamuni uh, uh, manifested with, the, with his powers were actually Prasad of the Lord. It was not ordinary. Hmm? Are you trying to get this point? Hmm? Similarly, what Sudama got here was not ordinary. Hmm? 
it was nothing mundane about it about the opulence it was transcendental opulence hmm? it was mahaprasad of the lord hmm? <clears throat> so <clears throat> so sudama is saying that i have been fortunate to have received this mahaprasad hmm? of the lord so sudama he spent his remaining life with whatever he was uh, whatever krishna has provided he tried to use that for his, for the service of the lord <clears throat> and sudama still used to sleep on the earth he didn't use any of those opulences hmm, for himself family used it but sudama himself still used to sleep on the earth hmm. because he wanted to be fixed in the lord so he doesn't he didn't even though this was mahaprasad of the lord but sudama thought let my family have it i want let me be a poor brahmana itself hmm? i didn't want to change myself <clears throat> to a devotee who lacks spiritual insight the supreme lord will never grant the wonderful opulences of the world <clears throat> indeed <clears throat> the infinite wisdom the unborn lord, the unborn lord well very well knows the intoxication of wealth when somebody gets wealth the very the lord knows that how it is very difficult to practice krishna consciousness with so much wealth so krishna only gives whatever is required uh, he will never give excess wealth to his devotees he will give he will maintain him it is not that krishna will st- st- starve the devotees no 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 krishna will give as much wealth as much is required for the devotees because <clears throat> there are certain devotees like prahlad maharaj sudama was thinking when he got all this opulence he was meditating actually that what will i do with all this opulence my wife wanted this so she got but i don't want this what will i do with this hmm? i wanted only krishna and i have krishna that is enough for me and he was thinking thinking that the great saints like prahlad maharaj they can tolerate these things that for them so much wealth comes they are not they are not affected by anything their krishna conscious life is not affected by so much wealth but i am not like that my krishna conscious life might get affected so sudama said that i will not use all this opulence so let me be simple let me sleep on the ground sukhdev goswami is saying etat brahman devasya shrutva brahmanyata naram labdha bhava bhagavati karma bandhad vi muchate Hmm? the supreme lord is saying that the lord <clears throat> always shows brahmana special favor hmm? or is due to special favor anyone who hears this pastimes of sudama hmm? <clears throat> he will develop love for the lord and thus become freed from the bondage of the material work this is what shukadev goswami is giving benediction <clears throat> before that before that verse is so happened that uh sudama left his left his body hmm? fixing his mind completely under the lotus feet of the lord thinking always of his of his past times sudama left his body hmm? as shripad jeev goswami mentions that sudama's last trace of illusion lay in the subtle pride of being a renounced brahmana this stress was also destroyed by his contemplating the supreme lord's submission to his devotees hmm? so sudama also he set an example for all the grahasthas how should one 
be unattached and one should perform devotional service sometimes we get wealth so we we should not be disturbed this is what this is what the past time is showing us that even if we are poor we are lacking something still we should not uh, give up krishna consciousness yes. because krishna will provide hmm? like krishna also provided to dhru maharaj so krishna will also provide krishna also provided to sudama so krishna will also provide us hmm? so <clears throat> this is the past times of krishna and sudama <clears throat> <clears throat> 